This week on Morbidly Intoxicated, we're doing a redo of the yogurt shop murders. Hey, you want to grab a drink? Sierra. Hi, Lily. So we're doing a redo. I don't know why we have to redo it. I was going to say, do you want to tell the people? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would like to invoke my Fifth Amendment, right? <laughs> okay, fine. I got too drunk the last time we tried to record this episode, and I said some things that Lily said I couldn't say. It's not what she said, it was how it was said. <laughs> so she was drunk and she's like, I don't want people are my yoga. <laughs> it's a valid point. It's true. I don't want people in my yoga. Well, it's true. There's bones in the chocolate. That's another copyright. <laughs> Last podcast on the left. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're talking about Jeffrey Dahmer that part. Yep, There's yep, yep. bones in the chocolate. They're good. Sometimes they're a little bit too bro for me. Yeah, sometimes I think my ADHD can't handle them. Yeah, because there's like four of them. Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know their voices. This is very overwhelming. <laughs> I think if I listened to it long enough and like could differentiate their voices, it wouldn't be as bad. Right. But it can be a little overwhelming. Yeah, this one, I think you had like an entire bottle of wine. Yeah. No, it. And- I had... Oh, that margarita stuff. What episode oh, yeah. did we drink that in? I don't remember. It was the I one we recorded like before the, the yogurt, yogurt shop. shop. And I said this, like, the title was, like, Spanish, and I said it's so white. Yeah, so I drank, like, almost all that bottle because you didn't like it. And then no, you pulled out bad. my favorite wine, and I was like... <laughs> it was not for you, it was I for me. Drink some artists! I was going to say, I would say something, and then two sentences later, you were like, oh, I think you should add this. And I was like, I literally I li- just said that. <laughs> I'm, read, I'm hearing this case all over because I don't remember it at all. We're just going to go ahead and right on through it. On December 6th of 1991, at Hillside Strip Mall in Austin, Texas, Officer Troy Gay, who was a rookie, was on patrol before midnight when he saw smoke coming from one of the shops. When he arrived at I Can't Believe It's Yogurt, shop with firefighters the place was up in flames i keep thinking you're gonna say something else oh like i can't believe it's not butter that or and at first i thought you're gonna say ikea (laughs) oh ikea thinking it was just an accidental fire they hosed down the place and when everything had calmed down they realized that under the fire they uncovered a nightmare in the shop they found four girls burned naked shot in the head gagged with their own clothes and according to truecrimefiles.com, three of them were piled on top of each other, while the fourth one was further away, and one of the girls had an ice cream scoop between their legs. Where was the trigger warning, Lily? Oh, shit. You traumatized me. Sorry. At least you gave me one with the last one. You just trying to fucking traumatize me today. Sorry. I'm not gonna go to bed. Um, the four girls were identified as 13-year-old Amy Ayers, 15-year-old Sarah Harbison, 
and two 17-year-olds, Jennifer Harbison and Eliza Thomas. Eliza and Jennifer were the two employees at the yogurt shop who were on the closing shift. Sarah and Amy were waiting for their friends so they could have a sleepover uh, after work. They were walking around the mall when they decided to head to the yogurt shop at 10 p.m. to help their friends close the store at 11. The shop didn't have too many customers, but after the police started to investigate all 52 that day, they learned that there were two young men at the shop around closing time. Witnesses had said that they weren't eating yogurt, but drinking a soda, looking around. Suspicious. Uh, Right. And around closing time, like, they were just kind of by themselves. Like, they were not talking to each other. They were just- Yeah, like, get out of my yogurt shop, dude. Oh, right, exactly. Kind of close up here. I want to know where these people are. (laughs) From their investigation, police learned that the two men uh, sat alone, not eating, not speaking. One wore a green jacket, one wore a black jacket, and they stayed until closing time. It was only them and the girls in the shop after closing. So, I mean, these are the people that they're looking for. Right. (laughs) Like, suspicious for sure. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know. When the autopsies on the girls came back, medical examiners found two of the girls were raped and they were all shot in the head with a 22 caliber gun. The only girl that was shot twice was Amy Ayers, who was also found away from the rest of the girls. Um, she was more towards the front, whereas the other girls were in the back room. She was shot with a 22 and a 380 caliber. They're both pretty small bullets yeah everything at the scene was so burned and hosed down from firefighters that they could only pull partial dna ask me about the suspects tell me about the suspects (laughs) so the first suspect they had was one kenneth allen mcduff he was a serial killer in texas who was suspected of 14 murders and we will cover him soon He was convicted in August of 1996 for murdering three teen girls. He was let go due to overcrowding in the prison on parole in 1989. He was evading capture for years until 1992, a year after the yogurt shop murders, when he was taken into custody and sentenced to death row. Wait, he was in there and he got let out? For overcrowding. What the fuck? Let the people with the traffic tickets or shit like, go. Honestly, drugs. Drug I charges. Don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> he killed fourteen people, allegedly. I'm sure, there was someone in there for like oh, Grand Theft Auto, right? Or fucking something money laundering. He was terminated in 1998 after confessing to the yogurt shop murders. The theory behind his confession was to prolong his life before execution. After his execution, he was ruled out because of DNA. They took hair and fingerprint samples from him. Mm Mm-hmm. Well. The next four suspects were 16-year-old Maurice Pierce, Michael Scott, Robert Springsteen, and Forrest Brooke Wellborn. Scott and Springsteen confessed to the killing and raping of the four girls in the yogurt shop. They suspected Maurice because him and his friends were at the North Cross Mall with a gun, same caliber, that was used on the victims the same night as the girls. Thunder Mifflin's gonna have a lawsuit on their hands. <laughs> right? What the fuck? 
Police brought in Maurice and his friends for questioning, but after ballistics testing and DNA testing, they ruled Maurice out as a suspect. So at this point, they still have the other three boys. The next up is Forrest Brooke Wellborn, but they lacked evidence to put any of them, let alone Forrest, at the scene of the crime. The charges against Maurice and Wellborn were dropped, but the two other boys confessed, so their cases went to trial. They were tried separately, and they were both found guilty of capital murder. Springsteen was sentenced to de- bleh? Springsteen was sentenced to the death penalty, and Scott was sentenced to 99 years in prison. Huh, why were their sentences different? I'll tell you after the break. Are you trying to create a podcast, but don't have the money for all the equipment it takes? Maybe not so great with all the editing? Not sure how to distribute your podcast once you have everything recorded? Well, look no further because Anchor is here to help. Anchor is the easiest way to make podcasts. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer or phone. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And best of all, it's free. We looked at so many different distribution websites before finding Anchor and wish we had found it sooner. They even set you up with sponsors they think will fit the vibe of your podcast, which you can accept or decline at any time. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy Happy podcasting! And we're back. So ask me about their interviews. About their interviews. Tell me about them. (laughs) Well... It turns out the two boys, after trial, said that they were coerced into confessing to the crimes. Oh, shit. The police, like I said, had no physical evidence that put them at the crime scene. And after looking into the detectives and the way they conducted the boys' interviews, they found that one detective actually put a gun (gasps) to Scott's head during the interrogation. Oh, we did not. Yes. Oh, sir, that is not allowed. Yeah. This is not the 1960s. Right. You would like this game called L.A. Noir. It's like a detective game, and you go through the different ranks. You go, like, through Homicide and Arson and Grand Theft Auto and stuff like that. But it's in, like, the 40s or something. Yeah, it's super fun. But they do shit like this in that game. Yeah, that was, like, (laughs) definitely 1940s to 60s. Yeah. Hold up. All they had was their confession? Yeah. Didn't have any evidence? No. They made shit give a life sentence on a confession. For basically both of them on a just a confession yeah that's fucking insane so in 2006 their sentences were overturned due to coercion from investigators so like i said there was only partial dna there was one single strand found on one of the victims this part of my research made me really mad so to process the dna they went through a specific type of database at the university of central florida called the u.s y star database Mm. With this database, it matches the Y chromosome in DNA, which is the male chromosome. So, unlike traditional DNA where you have one exact match or one familial match, this form of DNA analysis gives you a thousand plus potential lineal matches. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's kind of like how all these cold cases keep getting solved by by DNA. So, like, places like 23andMe will do this. Um, But they do it just but that's genealogy related which is yeah. a little different it's a little different it's not only the the y chromosome yeah. it's like it's familial DNA. yeah exactly so this is what made me mad the fbi said the police technically couldn't use the information they received from the specific type of dna test 
the Austin police didn't care if they had to comb through those thousand whatever matches. They were confident they could narrow it down because how many people are going to live in that area around that time, match the description, you know? That wasn't the part that the FBI was concerned about. What concerned them was the privacy of the people that had volunteered to submit their DNA. I think that's such fucking bullshit because they literally agree to do it. Like, there's a box. I remember this part. Yes. <laughs> well, my drunk brain. <laughs> yes. This I knew you Because we were yelling about it. Yes. Let me make this very clear. Read the fucking terms and conditions. Especially if you're going to send in something like your saliva. Your DNA. Yeah. Your... Like... There are literally clauses in the terms and conditions that says, um, only certain companies do it. There's like a ton of genealogy companies Mm -hmm. now, but the big ones have a deal with the government and Mm -hmm. it's in the terms and conditions that says that they can use your DNA in a police investigation. Right. There's nothing illegal about it. I'm sick of hearing that. You signed the fucking terms and conditions. You spit into a tube or whatever and you sent your DNA. You can't come back later and be mad that you got found out in a crime or they used it to convict a family member right. when you willingly submitted your DNA. It's I the would... same thing if police come to you and they ask you for your DNA. Right, exactly. And you give it to them. I would like to submit my DNA, but I'm worried there would be a like a killer or something, like a criminal. But also, I really don't care Like if there is a criminal. Like, fuck them. I want them to go to jail. Right. I don't care if they're my family. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, this is like a huge thing for me. I know. I just think, like, if you're not going to read your Apple terms and conditions, why would you not read the terms and conditions when you're submitting your fucking DNA? DNA. That's what I'm saying. Like, something like a fucking phone update or whatever. It's different. And yes, the government is watching you. Get over it. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Who cares if the government's watching you? Oh my god. What are you doing wrong? This is That sounds like something coming from a guilty person. And I've had this debate so many times. I'm dating a guy who's the complete opposite. My boyfriend literally uses dot onion to make basic Google searches. What is if you don't know what dot onion is, it's basically it's not the dark web, but it's like a untrackable server sort of thing. Why doesn't he just use incognito? Because that's not safe. They can still track you on incognito. It's well, just yeah, slightly but, harder. Oh my god. But like, god. You, you literally cannot track but he's that onion. But he's that worried? And I told him all the time, I'm like, you make Google searches on the fucking dark web. He's like, it's not technically the dark web. I'm like, You're like the fact you that you just had to say that to me. Right. <laughs> you said it's not technically the dark web. So, in an article published on GoSanAngelo.com, published and updated in 2020 the austin team traveled to dc to meet with the chairman of the house's homeland security committee who oversees the fbi in hopes that he would possibly change the act in place that was causing the information to be held up they said the fbi won't budge on the privacy act in one of the articles i read about the y star data and i i don't remember which article i was reading in it write it down wow um it was saying that when you volunteer your DNA, you can opt in to allow your DNA to be used in police investigations, just like what we were saying with, like, 23andMe and stuff like that. I don't know if that company specifically does it, but... Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Okay. Because so, they're one of the ones that work with the government right now. Just, uh... It's them and, um, Ancestry.com. The fact that this is done with a lot of cold cases is pretty astounding. I mean, that's how they got, a uh, Golden State Killer. Mm-hmm. 
and when i say we i do not mean me and you <laughs> i mean the fucking police I you said they they oh sorry um <laughs> no literally people like i think two or three people came for us and they're like you guys kept saying that you discovered it and you didn't discover it i'm like fucking i fucking listen. did discover it for myself right i didn't know it before it's a figure of speech okay literally so after all of this the austin police are still at a standstill and there are no leads no suspects and the two men that were seen in the store nothing who the fuck knows nothing yeah right there's one sketch i mean like and it's a bad one let me pull it up for you they also use genealogy to find april tinsley's killer that's right that was the first one they solved there you go they interesting they don't even look like human beings I the mean, guy on the left's a little wonky looking yeah exactly well if he's a murderer who cares if he's cute or not i read didn't <laughs> say he was ugly i'm saying they drew his head all misshapen maybe he had a misshaped head like a triangle some people have triangle heads and bodies okay and they skip leg day bro oh lisa cracks me up because she's like she's like native women built like a fridge <laughs> <laughs> like lisa She's the record, she's, she's native. native. <laughs> she's allowed to say that. I'm not, she is. <laughs> it just it makes me crack up. So <clears throat> the thing that confused me about this one is that, I mean, with the Y-Star data, you figure that this is them offering their data to be used for investigations. And I don't know if you remember this because you were drunk. Me. We're drunk. I got me out um, But you were saying something like, like, oh... Sometimes the FBI will do that when they're trying to make a bigger case on the people that they they think did it or they know did it and they can't really set information. They can't do even what? tell the police. Sorry. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> so the DNA that the oh excuse me. The partial DNA that they pulled. I'm saying they have the results. They know the results. Are you saying they don't? They won't release them. They won't release it because they're trying to build a case. Is what oh, you right. said. Yeah. Yes. That's Which true. Made sense to me because the FBI basically takes it out of the state police's hand and says, "Look, we're gonna take care of it for now. You know, just give all your information to us. We're conducting, you know, an investigation or whatever. They don't have to tell them shit. No, the state police. No." No, 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 the FBI. Yeah, they, they don't have to tell... Yeah, they yeah. don't have to tell the state police shit. Yeah, no, they don't. It's basically like the big brother coming in and saying, give me your... Fu- give, give me your fucking money! Give me your fucking money! <laughs> right. <laughs> that part. But, like... um, Yeah, it's because it becomes a federal case and there's jurisdiction bullshit. Yeah. To be fair, it's not as, like bad as tvs portray like the mm. fbi does try to work with states cases they yeah. don't come in and just like steal their cases as much as the television shows portray it but yeah right. that is true that they're allowed to do that but in this case they went to somebody and put in like put in a petition basically for them to overturn this so they can get those results for the y star data but the fbi just said no so that makes me think that they haven't told them anything if there is probably a not you know so you're saying they ran it and the fbi has all yes. the matches but they're not releasing that yes mm. they have the information they're just not allowed to use it it makes sense though it makes sense but like, i mean I'm still mad plus about with the it. y-star data it's not the same as having a full dna profile right well and you I get only it. have 
a small amount. You're only looking at a Y chromosome. Yeah. So the results are not as conclusive as if you had a full DNA profile. That was our case for this week. Uh, We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any feedback for us on what you think about this case, please message us on Instagram, on Twitter, wherever. You can email us. We like hearing from you. So I have a palate cleanser for you. Okay. So it's more of a story. My cousin in Pennsylvania, Morgan. Morgan. She sent me an awesome snack box, um, like around February. And I finally just sent her one because it takes a while to like get everything and and get the box and, and pack it. it and ship it. Yeah. You procrastinated, just be honest with us. I procrastinated a little bit, but it's because I couldn't find any fucking cactus candy, dude. That's true. Like, High Jolly was closed. Oh. And I said, what the fuck? So I happened upon it randomly. I was like, finally. And I was going to order it online. It was like $12. And I said, listen, I'll pay 10 for it. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but cactus candy should not be that expensive. No, like, it's what? pretty crazy. Um, so, so she sent me this box. She's like, oh, I got your box. I really liked everything in it. And I was like, oh, good. I was like, I'm sorry I didn't tell you about anything in your box. Because I forgot. I just ate it. Right. Um, but no, it was, all, it was all really good. She sent me a bunch of stuff from Pennsylvania. They have this little rivalry. Rivalry. <laughs> Leaving that in. Because I'm a human. <laughs> um, they have this little, this little competition to see which boxed iced tea is the best they have little um like remember the little milk cartons you used to get in school yeah they have that size of like tea like sweet tea and sweet tea whatever Weird. they have three different brands and there's like an ongoing war <laughs> about with this tea that's pretty funny and so uh she's gonna send us tea Ooh. So we might be like t- tea. Might also, be tea. shout out to Morgan. She got us these cute little keychains oh, yeah. with our Spotify code on them. But yeah, we will post a picture of what they look like and where she got them on our Instagram here in a couple weeks. Okay, couple weeks <laughs> couple meaning weeks. couple me- weeks meaning when you listen to this episode because we're recording this like two weeks. Oh yeah, true. before. All right. Well, we're done. We'll talk to y'all later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Don't be a shitty person, okay? Don't be a piece of shit. Anyway, I don't think we can say that. Don't be a piece of like, shit. Like, we're a piece of shit. But, like, a, in a different way. How are we pieces of shit? We say horrible things that get cut out of the podcast. <laughs> like, we're shitty people, but in, like, an okay way. You know? <laughs> but in, like, a comedic way. Right. <laughs>